podcasting from the Chicagoland area. This is Game On with Jackson Stewart, where we discuss men's lifestyle, focusing on sex, fitness, relationships, business, and more. We'll be interviewing the best of the best, the hot shots, and the rising stars in the worlds of modeling, fitness, cooking, and more. Influencers who are discussing keeping it sexy while at the top of their game. I'm your host, Jackson Stewart. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the game. This is Dale Valor. This is Pamela Ross. This is Trinesia. And you're listening. And you're listening to Game On with Jackson Stewart. To Game On with Jackson Stewart. Game On with Jackson Stewart. Killing them! Follow Game On with Jackson Stewart on YouTube at Game On with Jack, on the official blog www.gameonwithjack.blog and at the new store www.gameonwithjack.shop. Keep it sexy and game on. Jackson Stewart. Hey, good people, sexy people. Welcome to another edition of Game On with Jackson Stewart. I'm your host with the most, as I like to think, coming to you with the podcast where we dive into the heart of relationships, modern love, and what makes modern men real men and what helps us all level up in the game to become the player that we need to be. First up, let me make sure I invite you guys to YouTube. Check out at Game On with Jack. Please check it out. Please like and subscribe. You guys are watching the videos, but we need you to uh, join the pack of professional players. All right. So make sure you like and subscribe to the videos. Patreon.com slash Game On with Jack. Subscribe to Game On Guides. Hit the blog, Game On with Jack. Blog. Like, comment, don't like disagree it's all good but make sure that you jump in there and chime in and be part of the gang uh twitter definitely follow me at game on with jack and there's more to come i'm gonna be moving over to linkedin pretty soon also but please make sure you check out on youtube and moving eventually to twitter also uh j2 you know we are incorporating using ai technology to get you guys faster answers quicker answers create kick-ass graphics, uh, infographics, and so on. And J2 is the digital player avatar, uh, the face, as it were, behind all this. So definitely swing by um, YouTube and, and keep an eye out for more J2 content. Tonight's one of my favorite shows uh, to host or to shoot or to air, I guess. Either way, it's Game of Jack. Your questions, Game On's 
answers. I'm sorry, <laughs> not Game Out with Jack. Of course, it's Game Out with Jackson Stewart. Ask Jack is the show that I like. See, there's no such thing as perfection. We don't edit this stuff out. Actually, some stuff I do. But anyway, you guys send me your questions via comments, via email, uh, etc. And I make sure that I take time to answer as many as I can. And um, we're going to get through some tonight. So definitely like, subscribe, comment give me questions and so on. I really do invite you all to join the community of players, you know, and that that's meant in the highest regard of the word, you know, to become just better man, better at the game, better what they do. And, you know, there's, I, I've heard from, from female listeners that they enjoy the, the show too. So by no means is any of this to push women away from the show uh, everybody's welcome. Everybody's embraced. Everybody's loved. Just as a guy myself, and as you know, having the writing background I do, I do tend to do shows slanted more towards, or at least from a male perspective. But hey, the game and uh, the game invites everybody. Everybody plays the game. So you know, whatever or however or whatever identification you go by, you're always welcome here. And I, I never want that to be. Any question all right so awesome <clears throat> let's get these questions for ask jack uh first up username urban explorer underscore james question jackson love the show thank you i always like it when you guys start off with <laughs> with the praise um what are the top five essentials for a minimalist man's wardrobe james that's a damn good question man um so as i define a minimalist you know somebody who um, incorporates just enough to meet their goal, uh, in this case, wardrobe, but they don't have access. They don't have items that they're never going to use. They don't have things that sit and, and just collect dust. Okay. So with that having been said, uh, while I'm not a minimalist, but I'm also not somebody who's just, you know, just sits in gluttony of, of items, I would say, um, you know, if we're just taking from a general all around wardrobe, which is a little tough, but number one, uh, a black suit, because a black suit can literally go anywhere. Work, formal events, weddings, funerals, hell, you can, you can be buried in one if you had to. But a well-fitted black suit, uh, a white button-down shirt, um, one distressed t-shirt, one good pair of jeans, I think that's four, and we, I got to go for a tie between both black and brown shoes. So if I could expand a little bit beyond that five, I'd say a good pair of boots that are both functional, but also, you know, you can wear them anywhere. A brown suit and a black tie. And I, that, I think that's seven right there. So if you guys are not minimalist when it comes to your wardrobes, try it out. Don't go in your closet and burn that, burn everything. But see what you can scale down, because I guarantee you, and I heard this statistic somewhere from someone who was an expert in closet design or something, that you really only wear between 10 to 20 percent of everything in your closet. So you can go in there, you can pull stuff out, you can sell it, um, you can donate it, you can do both, sell some stuff, donate others. And 
it's nice having a closet of things that you actually wear. So give it a shot. I think it's a, I think it's a, a lifestyle that's worth pursuing. Full blown minimalism is hard because there are so many different, um, so many different aspects of like what we do, like in terms of where you go to work, what type of events, what's formal, what's informal, you know, um, what's social, what's casual. So that kind of thing. Fitness freak. Jackson, how can I incorporate intermittent fasting into my fitness routine for better results? Okay, fitness freak, from now on, I will refer to intermittent fasting as IF because I cannot say it that many times over and over. <laughs> um, so for those who are not familiar with IF, it's basically built off the concept of eating during a set time of day. So sometimes it's you, you skip breakfast and you don't eat until noon and you stop eating at eight o'clock PM. So, so that's the 16, eight, I believe you fast for 16, you eat for eight hours. Then some people kind of take it to the next level where they don't eat for like five days and just have liquid. And they have, um, and then they do uh, full meals on Saturday and Sunday. So here's the thing, before you do IF at all, make sure you consult a doctor, okay? Because IF does put some changes on your body that you need to make sure your body does not, not have any current existing conditions that can be damaged by eating like this or or restricted or you know cause injury to you or, or upset your homeostasis of your body. So anyway, in your fitness routine, you can incorporate it by working out before you eat. Now, here's the kick. So if you skip breakfast and So if you skip breakfast and then you go into a workout, you know, like an intense workout, then you're really putting your body through the paces, right? So your body is in essence working hard, burning fuel, but it's going to have to start burning, you know, your body stores, which your your stored carbs and, you know, which is typically your body fat, etc. And guys, remember, I'm not a doctor, not a nutritionist, just just things that I've seen and done. Um, so hardcore workouts along with IF can really shape your body fast. Now, here's the thing, and this is kind of the, the tough part. With IF, you're going to feel a lack of resources in your body, a lack of fuel. So when you push it hard in the gym and you don't have really anything going in terms of a lot of carbs or et cetera stored up. Like let's say you haven't eaten since eight o'clock last night and it's 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. and you're like full blown in the in the gym working out, you're gonna feel that that deficit. All right. You're gonna feel maybe you can't push it as hard. Maybe you get wiped out faster. Maybe you get tired faster. So you're gonna have to get used to it. I'd recommend starting IF and this is just from my own personal experience how I did it. I started IF and then I would do a lot of cardio 
before I worked up to heavyweights because heavyweight lifting puts a lot of strain on your larger muscle groups and requires a lot more fuel for those groups. Eventually, I worked up to the point where I could do heavy lifting while I was doing IF and and my body had adapted. You know, I, I also incorporate things like pre-workout, uh, BCAAs, etc. So I'd recommend start with the IF first, get your body used to it, and then ease into your fitness routine. Maybe with some light cardio for a, a week or so, and then incorporate any heavy lifting. Um, let's see, we've got Leo writes in, Jackson, what are the best natural ingredients for men's skincare? Leo, wow. Uh, that's a topic I'm still learning on, but you can't beat water. Like you really cannot beat being properly hydrated. Like it's such a, you know, something you just kind of take for granted, but it really is key. So staying hydrated is, is instrumental. Okay. Next up, I'm a big fan of any eye cream or a skin cream that has retinol A. Now retinol is a chemical, so it's not necessarily natural, but it does make a huge difference for just the quality and, and tightness and um, just life of your skin, especially around your eyes. Cocoa butter? For the brothers out there, we were all about cocoa butter, but to my white brothers and Hispanics and Asian and anybody else, brothers out there and sisters, I know women listen to the show, cocoa butter is natural. Don't sleep on cocoa butter. Incorporate that in your skin. Cocoa butter is key, okay? And that's natural. Aloe vera is natural. And, you know, you want to look for products that do have these types of, of basis uh, in their ingredients and mixture. So... I'm learning about skincare myself, Leo. Uh, it, it's kind of an ongoing process, but water I think is the most agreed upon, the most um, celebrated concept of natural ingredients for great skin. So congrats on that. Keep keep looking good, man. Keep looking good. Trendsetter writes in, what are the latest wearable tech gadgets for men in 2024? Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm going to go back with uh, with the the main two right now, you know, that have been around forever. Not well, not forever, but cell phones and smartwatches. Yeah, I don't think I know there's, you know, right now, Apple's got the hot um, virtual headset. I know the Oculus is out there. But to me, look, I don't like technology that cuts me off too much from my surroundings, right? I don't want to be on, on, you know, the L or the Metro or whatever and got some headset and I'm trying to type an email and I can't see if somebody's thinking about jacking me or I'm about to walk into a wall, whatever it is. So I like things, you know, I like, I like VR for entertainment at home or something, but I don't know about wearing it on public. I'm not a big fan of smart glasses that distract me from walking down the street. So I fall back on cell phones, right? Those things are, you know, tried and tested, proven and true. Me myself, I got friends who are gonna who roll their eyes, but I, I'm an Android guy. But I also have a an Apple, uh, an iPhone. So staying up to date with the latest uh, cell technology. I myself, I like. Uh, I think it's the S24. I think the S24 Plus is dropping. If I'm right. They're incorporating AI technology. Guys, don't run from AI. Embrace it. There's a place for it in nowadays. Smartwatches, you know, 
The thing I learned about smartwatches the hard way. You don't have to pay a kajillion bucks for smartwatches. I got a smartwatch. I had a smartwatch that was a couple hundred bucks. It broke. The band got all jacked up, whatever. I looked around and I don't get commission from this, but Amazon has a fit technology and they have a smart band there that I kid you not cost me like 30 bucks. Every bit as good as my couple hundred dollar smartwatch. So, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not saying one way or another, but you can't go wrong with um, with that kind of tech to me. Right. So definitely want to incorporate wearable technology, but don't let it cut you off from humanity. Don't let it distract you. You know, so keep that all in mind. Also, make sure it doesn't burn a hole in your pocket. You try and stay up with like the Joneses, so to speak. And, you know, buying watches every five, five seconds or new cell phones every every other day, you go broke. And, and that's not smart. So the best way to stay up to date with technology, wearable tech is what works for you. What can still do what you need to do? What can track your heart? What can track your workouts? And what also can you keep up to date? Right. And, um, you know, and, and what works? And that's only what it comes down to. Financial wizard. Uh, how should men in their 20s invest their savings for long-term benefits? Financial wizard, that's a great question. And the best thing I could tell you, and this is something that, you know, at my job, one of my many, I started out when I was in my 20s. What I did was um, I invested so much of my paycheck back into like my my employee retirement fund and it was taken right out of the check before i even saw it so right before i got my check it already been taken out like insurance so i would say to invest in your savings for long-term benefits meet with your employers if that's your hr department or budget department talk about investing part of your income for retirement um for any funds that are available, should you leave? Should your uh, employment be terminated? And see what they'll match. And as much as you can without hurting yourself to the point that, you know, you don't feel like you're actually getting paid, invest. All right. That's the best advice I can give you in your 20s. Oh, I'm sorry. Other advice. Go to the bank. Talk to a financial planner. Um, play around. Have if you have any extra income that you can play around with, and I'm not saying thousands, take 20 bucks, 50 bucks a paycheck, go to something like Robinhood, which allows you to buy micro shares, right? So you, maybe you can't afford the $500 a share of Amazon, but you can buy 50 bucks worth and build a portfolio. It'll also require you to learn about reading in the news. Because you'll read about, you know, you'll start reading the, the financial section. You'll start making purchases based upon what's going on. So if you hear that um, uh, SpaceX is doing something, you might go, crap, let me check SpaceX stock and maybe you can buy some and see what happens with it. So that's a good way to learn. And I think also be patient with yourself and go back to, God, it was a couple of shows ago. We had a great financial planner um check them out great show great guest. we're gonna definitely have them back on 
And um, I think that'll get you kind of in, in the right direction. We got time for a few more. Let's see. Uh, Urban 2024 writes in, Jackson, what are easy to maintain plants for a man's apartment? Whoa! <laughs> I have a pseudo green thumb and it's always being challenged, I think. But plants for your apartment, for your house, for your condo, whatever, are great because plants, obviously, they, they give you oxygen. But plants also, um, you guys know I'm a big energy guy. Plants also produce a great vibe and give good energy. So I'm all about having plants. Bamboo, hard to kill, easy to take care of, looks great. Some people believe that bamboo is good luck, that it gives off an energy of success and abundance. I like also having bonsai trees. I know it's kind of a, an Asian vibe with, with my gardening, but to me, there's a, a certain sense of uh, mindfulness that you have when you take care of a bonsai tree or when you take care of uh, a bamboo. I also like, uh, I'm not big on doing flowers because flowers, they're hard to plant and keep alive. Unless you grow flowers on like a patio or something, then you go with whatever colors, you know, excite you. You know, if you can get a rose bush going or a rose garden going on the patio, go for it. If you can get uh, uh, black eyed Susans or, or sunflowers, whatever it is. So plants in the house go for what speaks to you if you want something tall just make sure that you read the directions and you know that it's within your mindset and time to take care of not something that's going to need you to babysit it 24 hours a day seven days a week but i definitely recommend uh, a bonsai tree on your desk at home uh, even a little zen garden is nice i just picked one picked up one of those and definitely some bamboo um they they just give off a nice calming energy and then that's what we all kind of need right a little calm uh let's see rick styles writes in dear game on with jackson stewart how do you match your watch with your outfit for different occasions damn that's a good question <laughs> um i match my watch so a couple things number one i have a watch I have a smartwatch that's just black and it goes with anything right i also have a silver dressy watch uh, that looks like it costs a whole lot more money than it really did. I'm rough on watches. Oh, man, I've broken so many watch faces. It's ridiculous. So I don't spend a lot of money on watches because, you know, the one thing they tell me is one thing that they don't have a lot of, and that's time. Uh, you can't go around with a nice silver watch. It goes with any suit. It goes with a T-shirt and jeans. It goes with a black suit, gray suit, brown suit. If you get a gold watch... You know, gold watches go with everything, but silver to me just always looks more, just cleaner, just nicer, just tighter. So that's pretty much how I match it. I get one watch that goes with everything. And even smartwatches, a black smartwatch, once upon a time looked weird with a suit. I challenge you to go to a, a, uh, a formal event and not see several smartwatches on some of the best dressed people there. So I think it's kind of easy that way. Travel Buff Max. Dear Jack, what are the most visited solo travel destinations for men? Ooh, travel. I am terrible at, at traveling, at vacations. Me personally, and just from what friends of mine have said, uh, for guys, Las Vegas. Every, every guy I know says go to Vegas, especially if you can go with some buddies. You'll have a good time. 
Uh, New Orleans, another one. And notice how they're party towns. Uh, New Orleans is another recommendation. I myself, I, I love Washington, D.C. It's a beautiful town. and It's got its issues like any town. Of course, I love Chicago. A little jade in that one. Um, New York gets mentioned. If you're looking for just like some connection with nature, you can't go wrong with pretty much anywhere in Montana or anywhere in Colorado, especially Denver. Denver is beautiful. And um, if you want a blend of water and, you know, upscale experiences, San Francisco. Yeah, I spent a week in San Francisco and I was blown away. Also, honorable mention, Seattle is beautiful. Um, not as exciting and wild as Vegas or New Orleans, but it, it's definitely worth checking out. So I hope that kind of helps out from a guy who's terrible at traveling. Well, ultimately, travel, uh, travel max, you're gonna have to find out what you like. And, and that is a that can't be told to you, but people can recommend it. But find what works for you. And it might be a spot that, you know, you're like, hey, people people talk shit about where you go and they might say, oh, that's goofy. And no, if it works for you and it speaks to you, well, shit, that's your spot. Right. So don't let anybody tell you where you can and cannot where you can and cannot go. Oh, uh, let's see. One more question. Um. Mason. Mason says, uh, Dear Jack, love the show. Keep it up. Wish you could do more episodes a week. <laughs> Mason, if you knew what it took to do one episode a week, but I appreciate that. Um, he asks, what are effective daily meditation techniques for stress management? Oh, Mason. <laughs> who, <laughs> who told you to ask me this question? Yeah, I... That is something that I myself constantly have to work on, stress management. Um, go back and check out the episode about uh, nowism. Uh, Billy Mandarino is the guest, and he's a great guest. He talks about being in the moment. But I myself like to practice, and you'll find this on any smartwatch, any uh, cell phone, and you know the, the Droid store and the Apple store, or Google Play, whatever it's called. You can download breathable apps. So I've got an app on my phone that for one minute, three minutes, or five minutes will buzz when it's time for me to inhale, time for me to exhale. And it makes me pay attention to my breathing and it makes a world of difference. Um, I do it once a day. Trying to work up doing it twice a day in the, in the morning and at night. I do also a breathing technique where you inhale almost as much as you can inhale and then you pause, you inhale one more step, like one more quick breath you take in and then you breathe it out. And coming from a background of like yoga and martial arts where two things where yoga is very important, I mean, where breathing is very important, I'm sorry. I try and make sure that I breathe in through my nose and out through my mouth. And when I'm stressed and when I'm pissed off, I make sure that I stop and check my breathing because when you are stressed out, most people go into shallow breathing and it is a, a primal biological reaction to trying to get quick breaths for, you know, fight or flight. When I notice that I stop and I control my breathing and, you know, I try and breathe in for five out for five. So breathing is key. 
you know, you're going to find the importance of breathing in almost every, um, every culture, every religion, every meditation across the globe. And you got to go with what works for you. Some people struggle to, you know, meditate for a minute. And I'll tell them, meditate for 30 seconds. It's like planking, right? You know, planking sucks until you get used to it. And some people, I can't plank for a minute. Well, plank for 10, 30 seconds, 10 seconds. Same with breathing and meditating. So do what works for you. There's tons of information out there. Uh, also, I like to breathe while I'm listening to certain frequencies. Go to YouTube, look up frequency meditation, put on some good headphones and uh, just see what works for you. So, hey guys, that was a blast. We've got more questions as always. So I'll hit up round two next week of Ask Jack. But until then, make sure you follow me on YouTube, Twitter, uh, TikTok. I forget, Game Mama Jack is on TikTok. Check out the blog and uh, keep on uh, keeping on with J2, the digital avatar. Super excited about that. And until next week, guys, as always, keep it sexy and game on.